Saca a pinça. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have two hosts this time one of them is my regular host Abhishek and you also have uh, Gul Gul Panag once again with us Hello there hello there hello there Hey come on Aditya I think that's not the best description but she's used to Gul is used to being introduced as former Miss India or ravishing Gul Panag <laughs> Now, is aren't you Gul? Aren't you bored of everyone saying that? I mean, you know, what else? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to be known as you know, Gul Panag, doctor, lawyer, something like that. How uncool is it to be like an ex Miss India dude? Yeah. <laughs> But one of one of the funnier introductions that I read about you on the internet while I was reading a few articles was Gul Panag, the thinking actress. As opposed to the ones who do not think. Yeah, because you know <laughs> that was nicely put because for a long time it was an oxymoron. thinking actress bit and it's definitely ah, not true. i know i know uh, well. yes with yeah. that let's get directly into our first story uh, let's start with the padmashri controversy that has erupted after the list was announced the one name that made the controversy headlines everywhere was that of the hotelier uh, sant chatwal sant singh chatwal sant singh chatwal yes yeah he and he received the padma bhushan and he was categorized under public affairs Well, he does uh, uh, appear to further Indo-American in, uh, interests through friendship and lots of dinners and lots of uh, social events. So, while there could be a diplomatic justification, uh, I'm sure there were a lot of worthier people around who could have probably been bestowed with that honor. Yeah, I think Abhishek, Abhishek, you have a different view on this, don't you? No, I actually on this one I won't think out of the box so called or unconventional thing because you know when you go for an interview they ask you what are the reasons for which we should pick you or we should give you this award. Now I'll give you four reasons why he should not have been given this. One is he claims to be a pilot but there is no record as such. Secondly he's he's filed for bankruptcies with uh, New York Bank of Business, Bank of Baroda and Bank of India etc. So he's got a few cases pending there and his passport shows that he's been arrested once. there are there are wow. a few things that he's done yeah for instance some time back he had brokered a deal with the us government which actually plundered some taxpayers money up to 12 million dollars and 100 million ka jhol so he's got a big list which is very enviable abhishek he he he's known to be close to the the former president bill clinton and his wife who is now the secretary of state and yes. plus But i'd be close to anyone who helped raise funds for me too Yes. <laughs> not with that kind of background right i mean abhishek just mentioned all those numbers and even cbi has a 9 million dollar case against him really wow yeah so you know the guy has done things a Brilliant. lot more than he deserves a padmashri padma bhushan actually padma bhushan yeah i'm sorry padma shri padma bhushan um the point is as a tweet was doing the rounds of twitter if vodafone tries hard enough next year a zuzu will get one Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, when awards are open to such degree of controversy, then obviously you're belittling the awards, and uh, it's no longer a big deal. I mean, if you're going to just get an award for just being rich and powerful and having ex-president friends, and I don't think it speaks very well of the awards in in themselves. Good, but what do you think about Saif Ali Khan being given the Padma Shri this year? For his contribution to the field of entertainment. Yes. Well, um, my one question is now. Pardon my ignorance. Has Nasir got an award? Ah, that's Nasir a good Nadeen question. Shah? In the list, I have. I think we have got Shaker Kapoor, A. R. Rahman, Amir Khan, and the likes. But I'm not very sure about Nasir. 
I mean, if an actor like Pankaj Kapoor or Nasiruddin Shah hasn't been bestowed that honor, then it does uh, make uh, you know Saif's um, getting this award look a little um, out of place. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you have, is it become like our conventional Bollywood awards where we award somebody for the popularity and they run on the box office? See, this back in 2002, a Kathak dancer, a popular Kathak dancer who goes by the name Sitara Devi, she had actually refused to accept the award, who later on went on to reluctantly accept the award because persons right. far below her age and experience were, you know, had already received that award. So she said, no, I don't want it. You know? Right. And, and these awards have always been in controversy because, first of all, the government isn't really open about how they go on selecting these candidates and all. Yes, they have put up information about the process, which usually, you know, starts by the government of the home ministry inviting names from anybody. I mean, even a, a, a common person can nominate his father for this award. Right. Mm-hmm. But do these awards come under the purview of RTI? Uh, if, I mean... I, I actually, don't think yes. they do. No, they do. They do. Because they back, do? Yeah, yeah, they do. Because back But you know, th- there is no objective criteria. It's not like uh, announcing the topper in CAT or in the right. National Law School exam. Absolutely. Sometime back, Aditya, I think you were telling me that uh, they don't have a very long brainstorming session. They have about a few hours to decide who gets what and they have to uh, go through about 1,000 names or so and they come up with see, an answer. See, last time, there was a controversy back in 2004 again. Uh, in a response to an RTI application, the Ministry of Home Affairs had said that they don't have any documented minutes. Plus, they had gone through around 1,000 claims in under two hours. And a few of the names were even discussed and finalized over the phone. Which okay. means, if you're famous and your name rings a bell, you'll get an award. Exactly. You think I can get my Twitter community to rally <laughs> behind me and put my name forward next year? Oh, I mean, you see, you you tend to trust awards like these and the national awards. And talking about that, uh, just googled it up. Uh, Nasiruddin Shah has won three national awards, and uh, he has also won Padma Shri and Padma Bhushan. Okay, then then I then I stand corrected. Right, but in spite of that, the Gul he's won it. But it doesn't uh, justify someone like Asaf being categorized no, in the I same flight so as as in the seat. Uh, no, no, no. Abhishek, I, I disagree with you because see, the Padma Shri award was given to 81 people this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And according including uh, including a Dr. KK who sends SMSs on health or something. I don't know if you get those SMSs. <laughs> So that is my point, you know, we know Saif, we know his, what work he does, etc. Because, you know, he is Saif Ali Khan. What about imagine the other, the other 80? Other 80, imagine the other 80. Okay, here I'm going to stir up a bit of a hornet's nest. Do you recall the Ashok Chakra has been given out post uh, the November attack last, the, last year? Yes. Now, I come from an armed forces background, as I have made everybody painfully aware. But thing is, the Ashok Chakra is one of the highest uh, awards you can give in the army. Right. I know people who don't, uh, people who've done great acts of bravery to get those awards. My point is, if somebody happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and sort of ended up losing his life, is that reason enough to give an Ashok Chakra to that person? Secondly, if that is the criteria to get an Ashok Chakra, then um, uh, if just by being at the wrong place at the wrong time and getting shot at, uh, give somebody an Ashok Chakra, then maybe there should have been a couple hundred of them because everybody who died during the 26th November attacks, terrorist attacks, were all in the wrong place at the wrong time. Except those actively going inside, like the NSG officer, who actually confronted danger and went into what may have been certain death. 
But being in a car and getting ambushed and on the way, I mean, tomorrow I might get shot at so I get Ashok Chakra. So our, our awards at best have always been controversial, even where valor is lauded, not to take away from the bravery of Mr. Karkare or um, or his other colleagues who lost their lives that night. But it was an ambush. It could have happened to anybody. Would they have also got Ashok Chakras? No, truth, because, you know, this time there is Havilda Rajesh Kumar. I read about him. He, he shot three terrorists and he was profusely bleeding and he still uh, saved his team from the ambush, etc. Now, there definitely have to be a few parameters on which you give. How do you compare? Up. How do you compare these two? One person traveling in car exactly. gets ambushed. Somebody sprays bullets. You get shot because of a defective life jacket. My sympathies to his family. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm just questioning. I mean, this is just like uh, there is something called disability pension in the armed forces. Right. So if you declare that you are deaf slightly in one of your ears, you will get 50% more pension than somebody who, who does not declare disability. Now, now check this out. If you lose both your legs in a battle casualty, say you get blown up in a terrorist attack or your car goes over an IED, you will still get the same 50% benefits. So you're trying to compare somebody who's lost his hearing partially with somebody who's lost both his legs. So this is where the parallels are drawn, which are bizarre. I mean, I know it's a little out of context mm-hmm. and topical because, you know, it's, it's been in the news about the chief declaring, army chief declaring his disability in his ear and all that. The point I'm trying to make is our criteria for everything is subjective. There is no earmark proper criteria in which we can actually call things black and white because there's too much gray. Agreed. And that is probably one of the problems, right? You know, for, right. for example, I'll tell you about the subjective nature. We, uh, who's a boxer? The Vijendra Singh, Virendra Singh. Virendra, yes, yes. Virendra Singh. Vijendra. Yeah, Vijendra. Cute he is, quite cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you, you know, you feel that way. Uh, however, <laughs> when he won the bronze medal, immediately he got recommended for this Padma Shri award. So right. what happened? It was an Olympic medal after all. Yeah. So right. Sushil Kumar and this guy was nominated, but they got sidestepped. They didn't give it to him. But suddenly this year they give it to him. So what changed in one year? The only Probably thing nothing. I mean, it's so subjective. It's trying to compare in, in a disastrous way, a beauty contest and saying, why did you choose X the winner and not Y? I mean, it's very subjective. Yeah. I can imagine Irfan Khan going, man, what am I doing wrong? It's been about 45 years. I've been acting FTII. I've done a few good films. Namesake, Hasil, Magbul, A Mighty Heart, Slumdog Millionaire. And they give it oh, to yeah. Sir. Oh, yeah. He, he's got international. He's tried movies in other languages. Please give it to me. <laughs> no? But this one last point that I found out from the Home Ministry website, and I did all the hard work, so I want to present it. Yes. Is, <laughs> is that this year there were 130 awards that were handed out and approved by President Pratibha Patil. Now, if you actually go right. to the Home Ministry website, they say that no, no more than 120 awards can be handed out. In, in, ah. the, in the Padma Award category and accepting the foreign right. awards. So even if we count all the Padmas, we are getting about 129. But they have, there are nine additional awards that were given this year as compared to last year. Only 33 Padma Shri's were given last year and now 81. Well, suddenly there were a lot more talented people to be awarded. I think so. And the, and the funny thing is the way that they define Padma Shri. So Padma Shri is awarded for, into quotes, distinguished service. Padma Bhushan is awarded for, into quotes, distinguished service of a high order. Padma Vibhushan is for exceptional... What is this order? <laughs> and Padma Vibhushan is for exceptional and distinguished service. I mean, come on. But anyways, okay, let's move on to the next controversy bit that we have is that of national awards. So national awards were for the films, which are given by the Information and Broadcasting Ministry. 
Ambika Suni, who is the minister for it, uh, were announced on the 23rd. Priyanka Chopra got best actor, I mean female actor. Well deserved. Well deserved. Okay, we'll, we'll get yeah. back to that. We'll get back to that. Farhan Akhtar won uh, for Rock On. But best actor. Yeah, best actor. No, I think it's no, best film. Uh, Farhan Akhtar won it. Best actor best was a Marathi actor. Oh, best, uh, yeah. Pindra won it. Rock won best uh, wholesome entertainer, apparently. Go ahead. Do people in the film fraternity care for national awards over, say, IFAs or, or the other awards that you get? Uh, you know, Mark Twain said it's better to deserve an award and not get it than to not deserve it and get it. Not a lot of people agree with Mark Twain. That's okay. I mean, the way all I'd like to say on the subject is, you know, eventually the awards have lost so much value. We don't have a comprehensive award system. There isn't that much transparency or objectivity any which way. Yeah, well, one of the good things about national awards are the different categories that they have. And I didn't know about this until I went into it. Little Zizu won in the best film promoting family values category. There is, again, right. there is again a category called Best Feature Film in Languages Other Than Those Specified in Schedule 8 of the Constitution. Right. And this time that award went to a movie titled Yarwang, which means Roots, and is directed by priest Joseph Pulinath, and is based <laughs> on real-life experiences of displaced people. Oh. And this is, this is a film from Manipur. Okay, so, so interesting. Yes. I mean, I like that. Well, let's, let's, with that, let's move on. I think uh, we should speed it up a bit here. The IPL controversy, the next thing that happened, this has been a week of controversies. None of the Pakistan players were picked by any of the teams. And uh, Park External Ministry obviously started crying foul over this. Anybody surprised? I think there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. What I would like to definitely say is, you know, the Shiv Sena, MNS, bunch of right-wing activists, in Maharashtra are going crazy about we will destroy anybody who supports Pakistan. What century are they living in? Are they not being anachronistic? Um, to be very honest, I have zero interest in cricket, something I've said again and again and again. But for the sake of discussion, it's peculiar that you invite people uh, for an auction and then not a single team of the... How many teams are there in IPL? There are eight. Eight. Not a single of the eight teams finds either a single Pakistani player worth buying, worth hiring, whatever. See, everyone is invited. Many people are invited by it. And, and this is done by agents, okay? And uh, now there are many reasons why a player gets picked. His availability is one of them. Is the player going to be available throughout the season or not? I mean, come on. I don't think they would incur this entire process, get them all the way here when they weren't even available during the same period. No, Gul, so one of the reasons that they are, they are giving is that uh, we didn't want to go ahead and buy the Pakistani players just because we'll have to spend that much more on security. Also, they are playing too many test matches this year. So, again, the availability thing comes in because then they have to shuffle between a Pakistani and a South African. And you just have three or four. Other there's three or four people that you can have in a team which are not Indians. Right. So, is it? Is it? there's not, nothing personal about it? Normal business, I think. I'm saying how come this criteria was not relevant last year? If there was a limited number of foreign players you can have on the team, uh, a criteria then last year should have also been a problem, right? But they still had Pakistani players last year? No, Abhishek, in fact, let me give you a fact here. Six Pakistani players' contracts were terminated after the Mumbai terror attacks in 2000. Mm -hmm. So a few things really happened after that one day and nobody knows who did it. 
No, I agree. I think the Mumbai terror attacks heralded the era of a new phase of relations between India and Pakistan for sure. Particularly with Pakistan claiming that they were non-state actors and trying to sort of absolve themselves of any kind of responsibility. But um, I think there's only a point till which you can't mix sport and politics and foreign affairs. I think India and Pakistan have, are slowly crossing that threshold now, mm. where our relations are going to come between our sporting ties. See, I no, I partly don't. I don't agree with that argument. Is because while the Pak external minister was talking about injustice done to his Pakistani players, his troops were busy firing at the India-Pakistan border on 26. To, to use that as an example would probably be misplaced here, Ditya, because that is something that has been continuing for the last 25 years, and there is hardly a day when there isn't a border skirmish. In fact, uh, our media has now begun to even stop reporting it. If you were to actually dig into it, there is some degree of cross-border shelling in either in Badalik, Kargil district or in the Siachen Glacier. There is some activity between India and Pakistan and our Indian soldiers definitely do retaliate. So it's not as though Pakistan is shelling us and firing us and we're not doing anything back. Yeah, but isn't it a bit hypocritical to say that, you know, you but are... Then in, it's in been hypocritical. In that case, it's been hypocritical for the last 20 years. Why uh, why suddenly sort of uh, bring that up now, is my point. I'm just pointing out the fact, I mean, you know. You know, let's assume if you are objective in this case, then the government should not have meddled in what it's called capitalism. Now, IPL is about making money. They've got CEOs and they've got a strict timeline. People, players are traded, etc., and, you know, Gurcharan Das was on one of our shows. He said that business of government is not to be in business. And that's that's what is one of his quotes. So I guess uh, Mr. Chidambaram and well, nobody well, should have. Abhishek, no, I beg to differ. Uh, the great, the great big crash on Wall Street a year and a half ago proved that capitalism or license fair is gone. Government regulation is the order of the day. If there were government regulation on Wall Street, the crash wouldn't have been as severe as it was. Probably there wouldn't have been a crash. So the days of unregulated free market economies are over as has been proved by uh, the champion of all capitalist economies, America. And uh, I mean, you know, really speaking, regulation is here to say, in fact, we are getting sectors like insurance under regulation. I think there's some talk of uh, there being some kind of regulation in the information broadcasting industry. TRAI, which is the regulatory body for telecom, is making sure that there is regulation so that we don't get taken for a ride by telecom operators. So regulation is something which is here to stay is going to be part and parcel of uh, economy from now Right. See, Gula, I agree with you. That's, I guess, the other beauty of capitalism that the crooks are punished. That's why you have the government regulation which comes in. But in this case, there is no crook. This is plain market forces, apparently, at least on paper, that they're not picking a player, whatever the reasons may be. Here, nobody has done any fraud or nobody deserves to be punished or crack the whip. If I were a team owner, Abhishek, my biggest worry would be today, if I were to get a Pakistani player and there were to be an incident... With the Shiv Sena making the kind of threats it makes, there are lots of other right-wing, um, equally bizarre, critical outfits we have in India outside of Maharashtra as well. Right. Uh, BJP, of course, is one of them, BHP, RSS, you know, the, the ranks are just growing in large. Tomorrow, me as an IPL owner, what will I do? Should there be a bizarre right-wing extremist attack on my Pakistani player playing in my IPL team? Right. That is a concern which could be, and I'm only guessing, it's only a guess at best, could be behind um, the team owners not buying um, 
Pakistani players. Right. In fact, Adam Gilchrist will agree with you. He says he's he's having second thought. Adam Gilchrist plays for Australia, by the way. He's having second thoughts uh, right. touring India because Bal Thackeray said that since you guys are not being very kind to Indians abroad in Australia, you come here and we'll show you. That's that's the travel advisory notice that he sent yeah, out to all. Yeah, but just that's all rhetoric. And I mean, if I were to look at it objectively, which is really hard. Australians would be far less at risk in India than Pakistanis. True, so true. maybe it's to save um, a worse situation which could probably come out of a situation like this. Uh, agreed, agreed. Continuing on the same vein of controversial topics, let's uh, talk about your movie that has come out. Apparently, it's based on you know the sensationalism that the media has been resorting to. And, I, and I'm talking about Run here. Thanks. Right. So, so tell, us, tell us about the movie. Well, the movie explores um, the possibility of a nexus between politicians, industrialists, and the media, all using their professions for personal gain and uh, and each other's personal gain. It looks at the possibility of what can go wrong in a worst-case scenario and how much it can affect the way things play out in, in the polity. So I think that that's what RUN is essentially about. It's about human scruples and human greed and ethics and morals and integrity. The, the pillars on which society stands anywhere, anywhere in the world. How did the role of Nandita Sharma come to you, if I've got the name correct? I haven't seen the movie yet. It has just well, it released. It came to it. me like this. Nandita, yes. Nandita Sharma. Uh, Ram Gopal Nama was putting together an ensemble cast of able actors. And he approached me for this part. Interestingly, I have to put on record that I'm a small part of a very big film with even bigger stars. But I'm still proud to be part of a film like Run because it makes an important statement. I think it's a commentary on the times we live in. Nandita Puri is somebody who believes that the system is uh, is rather messed up. But being aware, being educated, she still chooses to be indifferent and be apathetic. Mm-hmm. She's the kind of a person who would not go out and vote. Because she believes that the system has gone so bad that we can't do anything about it. Would you subscribe that in real life? Absolutely not. I'm the last person to be politically indifferent and apathetic. Right. So Nandita's character is actually a commentary on that section of the youth that being fully aware of what is going on are only interested in furthering their own self-interest and uh, looking looking out for themselves, their their lives, their families, their jobs, their careers and uh, the country could go to the dogs or even to hell. But, but she doesn't care about it. She doesn't. She absolutely doesn't care about the country or people or the system. And, and so, is it, and is it as, a so-called anti-media film and the way it has been drubbed up by the media, for, if, if you were to comment on that? I don't think it's anti-media at all, Abhishek. I think the hmm. backdrop is the media. It's set in the media environment, but eventually it's about human greed and scruples. Right. In fact, I read Amitabh Bachchan saying that so, uh, when he was being interviewed, you guys should go and watch it. It's about you. So, and it's, it, I mean, I don't do a very good Amitabh Bachchan, sorry. But but talking about that, Gul, how, how was it working with the, the man himself? Well, I um, I only had one scene with Mr. Bachchan. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell it to you that uh, when I when I came in for that, shot, for that scene with Ritesh, in a very small short scene, he knew my lines, he knew Ritesh's lines, he knew my lines from the scene before that scene and the scene after that scene. He was completely aware of what I was supposed to do. And if... Uh, uh, put in a spot, he could easily have said Nandita's line for the entire film. Oh. So he is so thorough and so prepared um, with his job. Awesome. Uh, well, wish you all the best. I see that there have been mixed reviews though for the movie. Yeah, I mean, more positive than negative, I think. Yes. 
I think that's what matters. You know, the, the average has been more pro than anti. So I have a feeling there is a film people will like once they get into the theaters. But you have to be concerned about what's going on around you to want to watch a film like this. And it's meant for people who are aware politically and socially. Right. And Gul, do you see such films coming out? You mentioned about the ensemble cast. And there are certain movies in the US where uh, good actors have small roles, but yet they make an impact. Asians 13, Bagwell, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. So do you see such uh, films coming in? Well, remember, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Matt Damon are doing bit parts in motion series for Steven Nordenberg. They're not doing it for a rookie director. Right. So the start has to be made by somebody of that stature. Similarly, Ram Gopalama making that film and, and a, a fresh out of film school guy making that film big difference. True. We, we also have, uh, uh, Gul, I have added in Meetu into our conversation. She, Meetu does uh, the show Wagma for us, which is without giving the movie away. Oh, I know her. Hello. Hi. In fact, she's just back after watching, watching Run. So I wanted to get her in and you know, quickly get a word on what she thought about the movie. Oh, oh so Mitu Chalas, what do you think of the film? Oh, uh, yes. I thought the film was good for its performances, mainly because of, of course, Big B and Ritesh Deshmukh. Gul, why did you do this one, please? Well, I've already answered that question. I want to be part of a film. I really respect and enjoy Ramgopal Varma. And uh, it's more about the film than anything else. And for me, it's a lot about gut instinct. I like the film. I like the story. It was a film I wanted to be a part of. Why do you say that, Meetu? What do you mean by why did you do that? Yeah, because, you know, I have always looked forward to girls' films because they're very different and they have a nice, meaty role for a woman. And this one, like, all the women were just sidelined completely. They were just, you know, background noise. Yeah, so the point is, you have to understand how many films are made every year with meaty roles for women. I mean, if you were to count them, you would find one film every two years. So by that logic, actors like I would sit at home the whole time. Two, uh, it's a film about the workplace. So are we trying to say that the men who play parts in women-centric roles, they shouldn't do those films? And who will do those films? The film will be incomplete. There are women in, in every man's life, and the four women in this film portray that, and that's where they belong. Uh, I'd love to do a film. I would love to play Ritesh's part. Fortunately or unfortunately, they didn't have a part like that for me. I do know that Ramgopal Verma and I will work together on something together soon in the future, where I hope you won't have that complaint. But the point is, a workplace like channels, media houses, which are dominated by men, if you go into a media channel, there are probably only 7 to 8% women in, in network stations. So that's what it really is about. You can't shove in a role for a girl um, just because you know you want to please, uh, please the girl or somebody like that. Uh, well, no, my complaint is not that. My complaint was, you know, why you do. It was more to do with, you know, seeing you in better roles or you bigger roles where you're not just being, you know, taken for granted by the other people, by, uh, by the other so, people. In, me too, I actors. share a difference of opinion there so, because there have been times where actors have gotten themselves awards for about six or seven minutes of the role that they play on TV, uh, on the screen, on the big screen. Oh, well, well that's that, me. I think it's, it's time to move on. Last question, girl, what do you expect for this movie? Uh, a Padma Shri <laughs> or a National Award? No, the trick is how can I lobby for it? How can I lobby for it? I think you need if to I get can the... get my 40,000 plus Twitter community to write in citations for me, there's a possibility I might just have a Padma something next year. Exactly. Exactly. We, let's apply for the Padma Bhushan. You might at least get a Padma Shri. Let's do that. <laughs> 
uh, well, that's about it. If you if you have any comments for us or for Gul or for anything that we discuss, uh, you can please log on to www.theindicast.com and leave your comments and follow Gul on uh, at Gulpanag and uh, me too is at Wagma. Abhishek is, you know, Abhishek Kumar and I'm at AC Mahakre. That's about it. Uh, bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.